0: The Big Footy Port L.A. podcast is proudly sponsored by New Vision. My team, Kanda, power.
1: I love the power, power, power. All right, go. I love the power, power, power. Welcome to the Port L.A. preview podcast for the Round 18 the match against Collingwood. Uh, we played on Monday night at 6.45 Central Standard Time at the Gabba. Uh, I'm Porsche sure and joining me as always is Maka. Maka, how are you? Not bad. Yourself? Yeah, good. Had a bit more time to do the rundown this week, and, uh, yeah, some interesting things. So, uh, a lot to talk about this week, obviously, coming in. We the made finals. it. Um, yeah, we'll we made, made the, finals, the end of the season. It. Yep, uh, it looks like Westhoff hasn't. So, uh, big news <laughs> this week, Westhoff's retired at the end of the year, uh, and it might be that he has already effectively retired. Who knows? You never know what's going to happen, I suppose, but, uh, yeah, what do you the think
0: whole, about that, Maka? I guess that's the big news this week for Port Adelaide fans, isn't its Is, we're saying goodbye yeah. to Justin Westhoff, who... You know, he's played 280 games, 313 goals, one a best and fairest. He's been a mainstay, uh, well, for Ken Hinckley football and, uh, and Port Adelaide footy for the last 14 years. So, uh, he's had a pretty good career. Especially for someone who was picked, what, pick 71 or something in 2006? Uh, 2000, and yeah. uh, it's, it's pretty rare for key forwards to... Um, to become successful that late in the draft.
1: Um, Well, I mean, is he a key forward though, Macca? Is he a key forward?
0: Well, tolls in general, I will say. (laughs) Key position players in general, it's uh, it's a bit of a crapshoot at that stage. So if you're getting a player that's played 280 games, then that is a massive, massive victory for for the draft at that stage.
1: Yeah, no, look, absolutely. Um, Even if it did sort of inadvertently cost us the pick we used for Matthew Westhoff as well. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about that, you know. We don't need to talk about the uh, the real drastic negatives. Um, but a, just Justin Westhoff,
1: wasn't it?
0: <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, that's that's true. Look, uh, mistakes happen, don't they? Mitch Harvey, yeah, and, uh, and all that sort true. of stuff. But uh, look, the Hoff, you know, he's he's one of a kind. He's unique. There's not really anybody else like him. In, uh, in AFL footy and uh, no one else that can really do what he does and no one else that really sort of frustrates the living shit out of you and then one minute and then uh, does something miraculous the next so it's just that sort of career for Justin Weston uh,
1: yeah yeah I mean it's interesting that one of the things that people are sort of crediting Fort Adelaide as having success this year is that we've got a structure and this is also the year that Westhoff's retiring and hasn't played many games I, I don't know, like I just sort of. Mm, he's, look, there's no doubt. He got a lot of that in himself. There's absolutely no doubt about that at all. But I just sort of, I'm excited. I'm excited for Port Adelaide to sort of restructure and have a more traditional forward setup. And it, look, it might not work, but uh, I'm just excited to see it. I'm just seeing what we do now that we have a more conventional team structure. Um, Obviously, Laddams is
0: there. He's playing up forward at the moment. We've got Sam Hayes, who can play up there as well. Obviously, Marshall's a mainstay. Georgiades will no doubt play a lot more next year. And uh, and obviously, Charlie as well. So, we've got plenty of options up forward. But, yeah, I don't know. There's a big part of me that's that's sad to see Justin Westhoff go. Because uh, we've been watching that big, lanky, bearded uh, monolith for... uh, for a long, long time now, and I don't know. It's it's sad. Even though I've wanted to trade him for a long time, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's been a very good player for Port Adelaide, no doubt about that. And
1: um, uh, and uh, I've got it here in the notes. I'm not sure if it's true or not. Does he retire the player having played at the most different footy grounds for points? Is that is that
0: well, a You You'd have to I think, think he'd I? be up there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'd definitely be up there. Because you've got two play, two in Perth, two in Adelaide, uh, probably two in Victoria, I'm guessing, maybe three. No, two in Victoria. Would have played in Tassie, would have played probably two different places in Queensland, played in China. He's played two different
1: places in Tassie as well. He play yeah, play yeah. his, Victoria, he's played in Yeah, uh, that's true. Victoria's played... I'm sure he's played in Canberra. He's played in Ballarat. Yeah. He would have played... Uh, where else have we played weird games? You we played in Canberra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I two, in, two in two in
0: Sydney. Up there. Well, maybe three and in Sydney.
1: Maybe he's played at the Wacker. He's played at the um, the Subiaco, and he's played at Perth Stadium. At the Wacker. Played at, he played at... the Wacker. He's played. I'm pretty sure he's played at the Wacker. Oh, it would have been really early on. I think he would.
0: Actually, I've got this open. I can actually count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In outside China. 18, 18 stadiums he's played in. Wow.
1: Okay, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Didn't play at the Wacker, but he's played at Adelaide Oval, Belrive Oval, Carrara, ah. Docklands, Eureka Stadium. I'm not even sure what yep. that is. Uh, Football Park, oh, Gabba, Jangwan Stadium, Cardinia Park, MCG, Manuka, Manuka Oval, Marara Oval, Perth Stadium, SCG, Subiaco, Sydney Showground, Traeger Park, York Park. I've been oh, yeah, everywhere, don't... man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, and no,
1: I did the. You've done the full tour, so
0: uh, Good on yeah, him. it's
1: interesting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now looks uh, that, that's uh, let's get into the exciting news, which is looking at the ladder.
0: Um, well, before that, we should mention. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off there, but uh, we should mention the other um, uh, list management decisions that got made last week. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Which is obviously uh, we say goodbye to Tobin Cox and uh, mm. Riley Grundy and Wiley Buzzer. Yeah. And uh, Joe Attlee, very sadly, Joe Attlee, our boy, who just uh, just uh, didn't make it.
1: Look, I mean, the second we recruited Tom Rockcliffe, Joe Attlee was kind of out the door anyway. He really, was under the mean, we said that yeah. we said that at the time. Uh, you know, why would you have a draft where you bring in three, you know, centre screen midfielders that play that role, and then bring in Tom Rockcliffe
0: the year afterwards? <laughs> just
1: yeah. um, obviously, you know, <clears throat> none of those boys are playing, are they? So. Uh, mm. yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah, disappointing for Atlee. I reckon he might get picked up because he's got there's a lot to offer with him, I think. I think he's uh you know he's a he's a bull, he's a big boy, he's got decent pace. Uh it's probably his skills which really let him down, which might have kept him out of the side. Um, oh, but I reckon he might land at a at a different club, especially in this sort of season. Yeah, most most likely North Melbourne you would think. Um, we have just
1: delisted like ten studs, so I think
0: they've got room. Well, they've um, just basically delisted their entire squad, so they'll be screaming for <sighs> other players to to come in. I'm not sure the other three will land somewhere else. Maybe we might have a look at Grundy again. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, Cox was ever going to make it, and Buzzer was just a break glass sort of backup, which we now no longer yeah. need. So, yeah, clearly. it is what it is.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, the other outs I'm not really too concerned with at
0: all, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, there, there, it's there is uh, oh, uh, there was. Oh my God. I, sorry, there, there was a, a little bit of um, word that maybe um, Patmore and there was one other uh, Frederick I think might be delisted as well. They've been uh, they've been sent home because they're not going to be picked for finals. Um, okay. But, so whether that means they might get delisted as well, well I'm not sure.
1: Uh, look, I mean, we don't have to declare... Like, we didn't have to declare the listings that we have already at this point, so, you no. know, there's plenty of time for more to listings to happen, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's more to give these guys a chance to get back to normal life so they don't have to, you know, substitute their, their life and their social life for um for AFL football when they're not going to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, look, I don't know how the pace pressuring works. Like, don't, do they get paid for training anyway, or does it not matter to them?
0: Oh, I'm sure we'd be paying them out. But...
1: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Can, can I go on now and talk about the exciting stuff? Please, continue. Yes. Let's talk about the ladder, Mecca. Let's talk about the ladder because it is just absolutely... The more I look at it, the more I wonder if we even want to try to win this week. Am I thinking, am I thinking incorrectly? Because I'm looking here at the top four. Uh, obviously, we're second at the moment because uh, Brisbane had a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now we are currently at home against Richmond. If we win, we're at home against Geelong. Yep. Why, why would we... And, and here's the other thing. Collingwood on the live ladder, just bring that up. Oh, can't do it on the screen. Anyway, before I looked at it, like Collingwood are, at, at the moment, if they don't win against us, they're going to Perth, but if they win, then they've got a neutral game against another Victorian team. Like, their motivation now to win is quite high. Our motivation to win. I just don't see what it is. Like, do do we even want to win, Macca? Yes,
0: Yes, we absolutely 100% want to win.
1: Why? What do we get out of it?
0: What Don't we get out of it? At the end of the day, we're going to have to play... To win the flag, we're going to have to play Geelong and Richmond to win a flag. Yeah, sure. No doubt. So whether we play Geelong first or Richmond first, I don't think it really matters, to be honest. For me, anyway. So I think for confidence... We need to be going all out to win this game.
1: You say that, but Collingwood need to be going all out to win this game because it does make a significant difference to them. And yeah. how hard do you go when you could be thinking, "I oh, just tell the boys to go out there and not get hurt?
0: Well, that's a very how dangerous thing. Go. That's a very, very it dangerous is. way to look at it, it I reckon, because we, we don't make finals often, and here we are with a prime... Chance to to do something pretty good, and I reckon if we're going to flirt with our form, it it can always backfire when we don't want it, it to. Can,
1: but it doesn't always backfire, does it? Teams, good teams, take a, a, a an unofficial buy-in round the last round of the season every year. You know, mm. um, it is not an uncommon thing to do, and so it's absolutely right now with the situation we have right now. You've got to be thinking like if there's a player that needs a bit of a rest before finals, it could do with one. Is this the week we say, yeah, no, you know what? We're going to give such and such a week off. Like, we're going to see some significant changes now that we know what the rest of the ladder looks like. Because I just, like you said, like, if we've got to play against Richmond and Geelong anyway, and mm-hmm. Brisbane's going to have, like, Brisbane's already got home for the rest of the year, right? That's, that's just going to happen for them. Mm. Good for them. It doesn't make a difference to us at all, whether we are top or second. So how hard do you go? Do you start resting players seriously this week?
0: Because I feel like we probably don't. No, you don't. Oh. You don't. I don't reckon you do. Because, look, if we come up... If we lose and we come up against Richmond in the first week and we lose that, we'll come up against Collingwood in the second week. And if they're... Okay. And, and if that screams be... straight sets to me, personally. Let me ask that
1: question in a different way. Is this a game in which we would ever even remotely consider putting Charlie Dixon in the rock? No. <laughs> okay, right. So, right. So this is this is the way we're going, right? Because like if this is a do or die game, we absolutely would consider doing that. And I just don't think like this week we would even consider doing that. I think this is a game when a guy like Robbie Gray might find that he spends a lot of time on the bench. Um, I think this is absolutely a game where I think we will be doing our best to rest players, for sure.
0: Well, I, um, I disagree a hundred percent. I
1: reckon, oh, yes, I reckon
0: yes, we we will we sh- we'll be going all out to win because I reckon. See, okay. To win to, to finish top this okay. year I reckon is great I reckon that's that's something to put your hat on and I think it um, I don't know I, I just want us to finish top <laughs> to, to a I want us to finish top b I don't I don't want us to flute with our form to I, clarify,
1: I just, do, you, do you think we will rest players or do you think that we will go flat out for the win this week Like, I'm not, regardless of what you think we should do well we're do not
0: resting players because we've already named the side and we're not resting players we've still got emergencies
1: Macca, haven't
0: we <laughs> yeah but if you're going to rest players you just don't bother like, you just... well we like, didn't know like Hinkley's was... not Like Hinkley usually tells the AFL world what the changes are going to be on like a Tuesday morning so it's not like we yeah. play games with selection so I don't see why but we would start now, now it's
1: finals now Macca, right this is when you play games.
0: No. Nah. We don't play games, though. We don't play games.
1: Okay. 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 Well, we don't finish top of the ladder either, do we? So, mm. you know.
0: <laughs> Look, I, I, whether we win or not is another question, but I think we should 100% be going all out to win this game. Mm, okay. All right.
1: Anyway, rest the ladder. Uh, I think Melbourne's out now, are they? Is that confirmed? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. It is. No, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, that makes me laugh. Melbourne. Uh, ninth again. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So Paul you've Goody.
1: got uh, two re- recently re signed coaches in ninth and tenth on the ladder, so that's really good. No. Uh, Melbourne and GWS. <laughs> Uh What else have we got in the way of ladder news? Uh, interesting, West Coast have absolutely locked in their home final in week one. So, uh, yep. like I said, Collingwood are going to be going all out this week, definitely in the first quarter, and definitely until they can get a league, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Because there's just. Oh, no doubt such, they will. That's all of them. Because they'll, they'll absolutely want to play St Kilda as opposed to playing West Coast.
1: Yeah, and look, I mean, also if they play against St Kilda, wouldn't that be at the Gabba, where they, where Colin have played their last six games, if you don't mind, or yeah. after this week they will have played their last six games. Like... Yeah, most likely. Oh, so yeah, which is anyway. more
0: reason why we should be winning. <laughs> well, I reckon. Well,
1: okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if you say so. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to say about the draw, Michael? Apart from the Crows finishing last, which is absolutely Crows finishing
0: bottom. Spoon Day, you beauty. Spoon I'll, day. Us, I'll celebrate that if we win the premiership.
1: <sighs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, okay, all right. Well, let's talk about briefly about Collingwood, I suppose. I've uh, so just gone through the stats. Um, and it would be really good having a sweep-off, because I'll sit down and I'll get all ball through all the finals and can talk about them more easily.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, Collingwood, are nine, nine wins, six losses, and a draw for the season. Eight but the letter three wins from their last five at their Queensland home ground, which is very Collingwood, isn't it? Even when they do have to travel, they don't travel. Uh absolutely dominating <laughs> yeah, exactly. hit outs. Uh, <laughs>
0: That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely dominating hit outs this season. Um just thinking about the game plan is they're handling the ball until they can get a secure possession, which is extremely um well it's just possession football. So they very handball happy, first in the league. Uh, they're 5th for marks, weirdly, but they're only 12th for kicks, so that really says that they're only using kicks when they know that they can use it to secure territory. So it's very tactical, the the way they're playing football at the moment. Um, And they're 15th for clangers, so they're not just turning over the ball stupidly. Like They're handling it, and they're they're moving the ball with intent. Um, They're a defensive-minded side. They've got the fewest inside 50s against in the league and the fewest marks inside 50 against, and we're pretty respectable in both of those stats. But here's where Collingwood failing. I think that they are... The way they're playing, it's not conducive to aggressive and damaging forward movement. So, they're seven, they're only seventh for inside 50s, they're 14th for marks inside 50, yeah. they're 12th for goals. Um, for a team that sort of dominates in that defensive aspect, like you can see that they've definitely sort of robbed Peter to pay for. Um, the forward line's not as functional as they need it to be. Uh, so for me, I think this game is going to start really aggressively. They're going to want to gain an early lead and. Because that's the way they like to do it. They like to gain an early lead, and then they'll just want to hold that lead and maintain that lead for the rest of the match as hard much as they can, rely on their defence. So it's going yep. to be this first quarter. I think is going to be really fascinating, Michael. What do you reckon?
0: It will be. I can definitely see us being five goals down at quarter time. Um, look, they've they've not had a great year, Collingwood. They've they've been alright in parts. Yep. Um, yeah. know, they've struggled at other stages, but um, look, they, they've been pretty settled at the Gabonier for a while. So. Mm. Yeah, look. I don't know, I think they're in the box seat to win this one. Um, which is why we really need to go out and go hard to win.
1: I kind of feel like if we do, we only need to play the first quarter. Because if, we, if you look through how Collingwood's playing this year, if we if we're the ones that gets a four goal, five goal lead they're gonna find it hard to get back. Yeah. You know what I mean like that for me I think that the optimal like if you say if, if you take away the idea that IK oh, okay, por rest players and all that stuff if you take that away I think the optimal way for will want to approach the game is to get the early lead because they know looking at the way Collingwood play the way they attack and the way we defend as well let's be honest is that if we get the lead and then we get to be the ones that are defending that lead we're going to be in a very strong position against them because their forward line is not as potent as ours
0: no doubt Lou if we uh, manage to have a lead at quarter time I think we'll go on to win the game. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Very, very interesting game. Because, as you said, a lot is riding on Collingwood winning um, because that opens up the draw for them. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we we'll want to win because we'll want that sort of confidence to go into the finals, uh, knowing that we've beaten a, a final side like Collingwood. Um, I don't know. For me, it's, it's all mental, this game. It's all mental. Like, if we have a pretty shit performance... I can definitely see that weighing on our minds, um, and especially the supporters' minds uh, come the finals.
1: I can see it weighing on supporters' minds, but I kind of feel like if the players really believe that they are where they deserve to be, and then they lose this week playing it safe because they're focused on finals, then I think if their mentality is actually going to be like premiership mentality, then I don't think it'll make a difference, Mm. honestly. Like I said, it'll make a huge difference to supporters, for sure. But to players, if they are in that right headspace to go all the way, it, they won't care. It won't matter this game at
0: all. Yeah. Whilst true, uh-huh. I still think we should be winning.
1: Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we've actually got some selection now. Uh, so we've had a couple of changes, and they're, they're nothing very significant, Macca. Uh, Farrell's out, Cleary's out, uh, and replaced by Woodcock and it um,
0: I, I don't know what to do here. I'm not used to talking about selections um, that have actually oh, been made. Right?
1: It's
0: a, it's a <laughs> bit of a strange one. Well, it's good, though. Yeah, yeah obviously Cleary out, so that's a that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, but it gives him a little mm. rest uh, before the finals. Farrell out. Yeah, look, he's just not getting a kick, is he? Well, that's the problem. Like, well, I don't I mean, care if he's not kicking goals, but he needs to be a 10, 12, 14-touch player, not a 4-6-touch to six touch player. Well, that's and, uh... the thing.
1: Like, if he's not kicking goals, then he goes back to being a defender and he goes back to being the exact player that I was super critical of the year we drafted him, mm. which is that as a backman, he just does not get enough of his own ball like anywhere yeah. other than the forward line. And in the forward line, it's not to say he gets his own ball more, but that he is finally able to have someone else set a ball up for him and then he can make it look excellent. He gets the right opportunity. But he hasn't even been delivering on that really lately in a very disappointing form. But uh, I'm particularly...
0: pretty tough for uh, Woodcock. To be coming in though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, Farrell, like, I'm pretty disappointed in the form given he's a guy that we offered a three year contract to last year. You know, he's another yeah. two years in the list. Right now, at the time, three years was long. as uh, I know I have a habit of saying that, but in this case, it's really looking like that. it's a long three years right now.
0: It seemed uh, a bit of an odd decision at the time to, like, he just seemed like a sort of absolute max two year deal sort of player. Yeah, um, yeah. Not a three-year doer. He certainly hasn't developed this year the way that the club would have hoped. I don't think, uh, oh, and he's not. been given plenty of chances too. Uh, so it's up yeah. to him next year or in the finals if he gets reselected uh, to really make a statement and uh, and uh, and make something of his career.
1: Well, and look, it's not just that you know he's been played out of position or anything like that. The fact is that when he's been played up forward.
0: He has, has not been, been as reliable no as he
1: absolutely has to be. Like he's yeah. only there as a skill player when he's in the yeah. forward line. It's hundred percent why he's there. And if he is not kicking goals, he's just there's no reason for him. Like it's the same. Oh god, his, his memories weird It's exactly the same criticism. I remember Rossley having of Chris Nash when he came to the power, which was that mm. he did nothing all game. And if he can't kick the goals when he's got the shot, there as a small forward, then what did he come for?
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly that That's same wrong. category.
1: For the yep. same.
0: Absolutely spot on. Uh, Lena coming back in, I'm, I'm okay with that uh, for the one week. Um, yeah, I have to. Look, Collingwood don't have a, a tall forward line, uh, so nah. I don't think it's much of a drama at this stage. They've obviously got Cox who, you know, we could have Woodcock stand on Lena's shoulders and still wouldn't be as tall, I don't think. My um, check, he's sort of like a quasi-tall. But uh, other than that, they, they really like their smalls. they got Elliot, Thomas, Dugowie, uh, Hoskin Elliott, obviously, Stevenson. So they like to run it, and they like, uh, they like a quick, small forward line. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we, we match up against them.
1: Yeah, look, absolutely. Of course, uh, Collingwood have got their changes too, which is, doesn't seem all well that significant, honestly. Except that I mean, they're probably slightly better. Really, Callum Brown out, Jaden Stevenson in. Jaden yeah. could cause a few problems, I suppose. But um, yeah, again, but like Ste- it's not...
0: Stevenson obviously a huge talent and uh, can be a match winner on his day, but just hasn't done it at all this year. Like he's just not been with it. He looks unfit, and uh, you know he's been in and out of the side. He's had a lot of negative press. Uh, So he's another that will be wanting to make a statement on the verge of finals to say, hey, um, I'm here, make sure you pick me, basically.
1: Yeah, no, look, that's fair enough. Um, I think that this all just comes down to, we've seen him play at his best, and I think the current super defensive way that Collingwood are playing, is defensive and deliberate. I don't know that it suits him. I, I just... I think mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a team game fit for Stevenson as much as anything else. I mean, it might be that he's having effort with his application or all that sort of thing as well, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. But the way they're playing, like if you say what player is going to perform well in that system, it is not a player that has the attributes of Jaden Stevenson. Um, mm. um,
0: so who do we so play on Dugowie? I don't know. What do you reckon, Darcy? Well, I can probably Jonas.
1: Okay. Yeah, look, why not?
0: I reckon Jonas. Um, I would say, or, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jonas might go to Majek, but I assume Mackenzie will go to Cox. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe Hartlett might go on to Goey. I don't know. He's obviously the danger one up forward. Had a really good game last week. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: I kind of now I'm thinking about it, I'm just kind of wondering, is this a game that Joel Garner could have come in?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He seems to be nowhere near selection at the moment. Um, yeah. No, there was talk like of Bergman it's... playing. Um, okay. Yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. But he's in the emergencies. Well, but... It hasn't happened yet, Acker. Hasn't happened yet, <laughs> yes. Who knows? I mean, that would be pretty awesome to.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be good. All right, Mm. anyway. Look, I'm hanging out. In case you can't tell me, I'm hanging out for us to pick emergencies this week. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, All right, on the game in general, uh, the coach, should we be concerned about Nathan Buckley as a coach this year? Yes. Yeah, look, I mean, you've got to respect it. um, But also,
0: uh,
1: I've got a note in here which is wrong, but it's sort of maybe is and maybe isn't, which is that Collingwood have in the past leading into final series they have been known to sort of throw their last game but I think that this latter result with West Coast firmly at the home final and Collingwood not wanting to travel anywhere more than they have to I kind of feel like that's out the window so I think yeah definitely have to be concerned about Nathan Barkley and it'll be interesting to see what tricks he's got out of his sleeve because I think he's going to have to use whatever he was saving for the finals to win this week
0: Yeah look Uh, as I said they'll be going 100% to win this game and uh, and they should start favourites really, um, mm. because they've got uh, yeah they've they've got everything to play for.
1: Yeah. Uh, as for this, which side has the psychological advantage, um, it might be Collingwood. Uh, it's well the fifth game in a row at the Gabba. They've got a four to two win rate right up there. Although the wins have only come against shit teams, and uh, winning is going to get them out of a trip to Perth. Um, probably played more finals in recent memory than we have uh yeah, but there's a lot of reasons to say probably got at the psych- psychological advantage this week so it'd be interesting yeah. to see if that's a factor do you think it will be
0: well look the last few times they've played us they've uh, they've thrashed us really so we lost by 51 points a couple of years ago late in the season um when they kicked uh, what seven goals to to one in the last quarter and then last year they kicked seven goals six to three behinds to start the game so uh yeah, I think they definitely have the psychological advantage coming up against us at the moment.
1: Fair enough. Alright, well uh let's move on to questions from Bigfoot if we've got any. Questions,
0: let's have a look. Uh da, 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 Dylan Eight has asked preliminary grand final plans. Have you made any?
1: Nah. <laughs> no. Haven't you?
0: Not at this stage, no. No. I'll probably be working, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh uh, we'll are you have serious? to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Well, look, I'll, obviously, if uh, if we make it, then uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to get it off. But uh, whether I end up uh, being able to travel to Queensland or not, I'm not too sure. But,
1: oh, God, yeah. you, you're thinking about it, are you?
0: Well, I don't know. I know some people that have bought plane tickets already, just in case.
1: Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Because, obviously, they'll go up probably ten times the price <laughs> uh, by yeah. pre final week, so... Uh, Probably. uh, But yes, nothing at the moment. Okay. So Interstate has asked, should we wear the prison bars for this game? Beat Collingwood, but forfeit the four points is a real fuck you to the way our jumper has been disrespected since 1997. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Why not? Why not? Well, that way we both win, don't we? Like, we win the game. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: We win the game, but they win the points which means Collingwood are happy because they've they and killed it, and then you're happy like, because we play Richmond instead of Geelong.
1: Oh, look, at it, I look at it, that's the thing. I don't even care if we play Richmond instead of Geelong, but it's like I don't see that us playing against Geelong is actually better than playing against Richmond.
0: Mm. Warts. Well, Does that make sense? It's 50-50, yeah, really. Like, like, they're, <laughs> they're both hard. that's it. So. Like,
1: it's just it's the, the reason to finish top of the ladder, it's just ceased to exist for mm. us in my opinion. Well, PAFC
0: 66 has asked the same question. Should we throw Monday's game and smash Richmond Week 1 instead of Hawkins?
1: Well, I mean, again, I don't see it as an issue of Richmond versus Long, but I mean, I I wouldn't be averse to us saying, hey, look, you know, we have had a lot of games close together this season. Maybe it is time to say, hey, okay, let's... uh, Be super cautious. Let's make sure we're well rested going to the final series that we are in a prime position to uh, take, you know. Like, let's not be the team that gets caught like we were going back in ancient history again, back in 2002, 2003, where we're trying to gun every game through to round 22 and then we lose the first week of finals. Let's be the other team. Yeah. Let's be the team that sort of coasts late in the season and then uh, comes out and smashes it first week and we're already in a prelim.
0: Yeah.
1: Why not? Let's be that team. Mm.
0: Yes, AFL2004 has asked, why are people more afraid of the Cats than the Tigers?
1: Ah, uh, well, I mean, I think it's fairly obvious. We don't really have a, a bad record against Richmond, whereas we definitely do
0: against Geelong. That's, that's really it. Yeah, I think uh, what we've beaten Geelong, was it twice in 16 years or something? So three times in 16 years, yeah. which is uh, not that great. That's a pretty bad record. And uh, as we saw uh, this year, they beat us by 10 goals. And uh, we beat the Tigers, so that's pretty much the reason why.
1: Yeah, no, it's entirely reasonable. But um, Mm. what is it they say? Uh, This is where you need uh, Rick on uh, with the financial advisor But, you know, past performance is not necessarily indicative of future performance.
0: That's why I want to play Geelong first up and just, I don't know, do what we did to them in 2004 in that qualifying final.
1: (laughs) That's why that'd there's a not. part of me that sort of wants us to lose this week and lose the first week of finals, win the second week of finals and then play Brisbane in the prelim in Brisbane, because why not?
0: Well, that'd be worse. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, and then have a no <laughs> Brisbane grand final against some neutral team. That'd be fascinating. Yeah.
0: That would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. And last question is uh, also from AFL 2004. How good are Boke and Robbie? They're, yeah, pretty, they're good. Pretty, good. Pretty, good. pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Particularly Boke. Pretty damn good, yeah. So is Boke going to make All-Australian this year? Yes. He has to,
1: sure. Um, I think that uh, right now the, uh, the selectors are thinking, okay, we're going to have to name a couple of those, you know, those grotty Port Adelaide players this year. Who mm. can we most put up with having in the All-Australian team? Which one's are Victorians? So it's going to be uh, Boke, great Darcy Burn jones
0: Yeah. I mean, look, he he has to be an absolute lock this year, surely. I mean, the only reason why I asked the question is because he should have been a lock last year and didn't make it, and uh, yeah. he's had a, he's had a better year this year, obviously. So, hopefully, he makes it. Has to make it this year. Uh, look,
1: it's
0: stop. It's not really mattering, mm. to be honest.
1: Who cares oh. about Australia?
0: That is it for the questions.
1: All righty. Well, look. Let's get into the good stuff because mm. after talking big game about how you want Port to win and how you think Port will want to win, who's going to win, Maca? What's the winning side and margin?
0: Collingwood by thirty six points. <laughs> I, I I really want us to go out there and you know play a hundred percent. But as I said, the last couple of times we played Collingwood hasn't worked out at all well, and uh, with them. Yeah, obviously, not wanting to travel to Perth, I reckon they'll make sure they win.
1: I think it will be put by 13, and I think we're going to work harder than we should for this win.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, who's, your, who's, your highest,
1: who's your highest goal kicker, kicker for Port Adelaide?
0: Mm, I'm going to say we're not going to have a multiple goal kicker this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I reckon we'll kick like four or five goals, and that'll be it. Let's say both with two for me, I reckon. two. That'll be nice. yeah uh,
1: Next question, uh, again, not a little quiet time. How good is Zach Flutters? Actually, what is Zach Flutters up to? Who's doing Zach Flutters watch? Does he do anything?
0: Hopefully, Zach is on a beach somewhere, just uh, relaxing, getting ready for finals,
1: building, <laughs> building himself up. I kind of feel the opposite way. I hope that he's looking into a mirror constantly, jeering at it and punching it, <laughs> getting mm. psyched up for finals.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach Hinckley? Sign Hinckley, five-year deal. Make it happen. Nah, no. Nah, look, I mean,
1: would, I probably wouldn't sack him today, but I definitely wouldn't be talking extension. There's kept being these rumours about extension. They're just horrifying, horrifying thoughts. Let's not be, let's not be GWS, Let's not camera in this one. Let's just be sensible. Uh, I guess now the question is, uh, what other finals are you looking forward to, Matta?
0: Well, I guess it depends on uh, on how they look, really. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is a pretty tight final series. I know pretty much everyone says that every year, and then the bottom four are awful and uh, (laughs) don't challenge at all, and it's just the top four. But I don't know. I think the Bulldogs are looking pretty good. I think Collingwood are looking pretty good. Um, I don't know. I think this is going to be a pretty interesting final series because Um, there's, there's obviously going to be a lot of. You know, obviously, there's going to be neutral games at weird grounds, which don't make sense, yeah. obviously, and no. all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's unknown territory this year. And, look, I mean, we
1: talked earlier in the year about how there's a clear top five. I still think that's true. Like, you look at the guys, six, seven, eight, 7, 8, St. Kilda, Weston, Baudelts, and Collingwood, like, I don't think any of them have a particular edge. And I don't think that any of them have a particular threat for any of the top five teams, honestly. I think it's, yeah. this is going to be one of those ones where the top four is probably already going to remain the top four, though there might be a shock if West Coast can get in away win in the second leg.
0: Look, it's been a clear top five all year. The, the top five teams have been yeah. the best five teams this year. Yeah, and, comfortable. Uh, Collingwood, obviously, are rung down, and probably Bulldogs and St Kilda are rung down from Collingwood but uh, who knows St Kilda can beat anyone on their day and um, you know they're playing finals for the first time in a very long time so they want to impress and uh, yep, you know true. Dogs dogs have a very good team they, they can obviously beat anyone on their day as well and, I don't know Collingwood obviously have, uh, have a lot of match winners and can beat anybody as well so I don't know I'm expecting a few surprises this final series fair enough fair enough
1: all right. Well, look, I mean, that's it for uh we've got in the rundown. I thought we had quite a bit we actually wrecked off a bit earlier than last oh, week. I guess because we didn't talk about the draft at all. But uh, there we true. go. Yeah.
0: That is true.
1: All right. Well, look, Um, definitely hoping we're in tomorrow night. Mm. Um, it would be interesting. That first quarter is going to be a quarter. Definitely don't miss that. But, again, it might be one of those games we know 10 minutes in if we're going to win or not for sure. Absolutely, so, two really minutes in.
0: Definitely will. All right. We'll know.
1: All right. Well, look. Uh, in the case, all there is to say, is Campo Adelaide, and uh, yeah. thanks for listening.
0: Go to the ports. Campo.